This is Hope and Health with Doctors Michelle and Mark Sherwood. Insights and interviews with a dose of straight talk to help you enjoy optimal health in all areas of life. Hey everyone, welcome to Hope and Health. We're pumped up about seeing you right here tonight. Yes, we are so excited that you've joined us. Thanks for taking some time. We appreciate that very much. A little bit about us. A lot of people, um, you know, wonder where you guys come from. What planet are you from? And are you from this planet? And the answer is, well, we're really not. But that's a whole other story for a whole other day. But a little bit about you. Why don't you start with your background? Well, I have a quite a, a long background. I was a massage therapist and as a mm-hmm. young young girl to help support my family because my father had an injury when I was very young. Yeah. Uh, thought I was going to be a martial artist, uh, taekwondo, mm-hmm. thinking I was going to the Olympics, but suffered a big injury, which kind of was a setback for my comeback. Uh, after that, I decided to go to medical school, went through medical school, ended up in private practice. Private practice didn't really like the way I practiced because I was laying hands on people, healing the sick mm. with natural remedies. Uh, the main natural remedy yeah. was nutrition. And people were wow. getting well. And they weren't coming back for repeat appointments and more prescription pills and procedures. So I didn't really fit the mainstream model. And hmm. with that being said, I found myself uh, looking for a job one day. And hmm. I decided that I was going to open the Functional Medical Institute, which is how FMI was born. And today, we serve over 10,000 people. And we lead them down a pathway of how to be physically, emotionally, and spiritually well. Wow, that's a lot. So you actually were, and I think people need to hear this, you were kicked out of the system. You were terminated because you were getting people well. That's correct. Wow. How does that make you feel now when you see what's happening in our world where now um, the system is being criticized like it's never been criticized? Well, you know... um, There's a time and a season for all things, and mainstream medicine needs to have some changes from the ground up to transform how things are done. Now, doctors get into medical school to really help and heal people, Mm. but when we get in a system like that, sometimes all we know how to do is do an algorithm and prescribe medicines and do procedures to try to throw a sandbag or a Band-Aid on something that's a bleeding, gaping wound. Instead of getting to the root of the problem, and we don't manage things, we actually heal things, solve the mystery, heal the problem, give the body what it needs. If you give the body what it needs, it will heal itself. There's no such thing as a um, blood pressure medication Mm. deficiency or a sleep medication deficiency. There might be nutrients and other things that are important with this thing we call lifestyle that we have to get balanced so that a body can heal itself. Yeah, that's really important. And and probably my background, I've always kind of been one to overachieve, I guess, right? <laughs> so, um, you know, I was a, uh, before doing what I'm doing now as a naturopathic doctor, I was a, a police officer and I was on the Tulsa Police Department for 24 years and 10 years was on the SWAT team. And, um, uh, yeah, you know, I was put in charge of a wellness program the later years of my career and didn't know how to do that. And so I began to um, look, listen, learn, try to observe and, and just educate myself on what was going wrong and why police officers were 
having such a hard time. And some of the medications that you mentioned, like blood pressure, blood sugar, uh, sleep medications, uh, you know, those were commonplace. And I, I want to know why, because it didn't seem right. And so kind of went on a mission to figure that out. And so that led me down to more and more education, find where I am right now. And so people say, well, how did you go from police officer to naturopathic doctor? That's two different careers. Well, not really. Um, both are standing in the gap against things that are trying to hurt us. They're both standing in the gap of someone, that's someone or something that's trying to take your life. They're both about protection and service. So I don't see it as a change. I see it more as an expansion of probably the same. Well, and they're both yeah. um, exponential acts of service. Yeah, truly. And that's what we do. We're all about helping you. And um, that's why you're here. And that's why we're here, because we want to show you uh, what we do. And we want you to learn what we do and put it into practice in your own life so you can experience life the way it really should be. So again, to that end, we're just super grateful that you would uh, be with us right here, right now. And we want you to kind of understand that, um, you know, kind of what we do is is a big deal, you know, and it's actually getting people well. To that end, when you think about this, there's, there's really uh, seven pillars to what we do. And uh, the seven pillars are listed right there. You see those? You want to kind of take us through those? Yes. At the top of the list, you see nutrition there. Nutrition, nutrition, nutrition. It's the most important medical decision that you make every single day. Some people make that three times a day. Some make it three times a day and two snacks. Now, if you're making three times a day and two snacks every single day, 365 days of the year, boy, that's a lot of medical decisions. So yeah. they can those decisions can either be for you or against you. So nutrition is vitally important. Now, the thing about next you see is sleep right there. So we need probably seven to eight hours of sleep per night. And that's a huge deal. Most people today get about five, and the average sleep time across the country is diminishing mm -hmm. for a variety of reasons. We even see some people purposely diminish sleep because they say it is a waste of time. Nonsense. Sleep is beneficial. We have to have sleep to recover. One bad night to sleep, or one night less than seven to eight hours, requires five nights to recover from that. So we have this perpetual fatigue debt that is building and building and building so deep that we just can't pay it off anymore. So sleep is a big deal. That would be number two of our seven pillars of health. Number three is stress management. And boy, are we ever stressed these days. In fact, it's the number one thing that drives people to the doctor's office. They're stressed out. They're so stressed out that they have hypertension mm. or high blood pressure. And believe it or not, High blood pressure is not always a medication deficiency, or it's never a medication deficiency. Oftentimes, it's a disruption of lifestyle, and we have to learn how to manage stress better, have a different perspective of the stressors that try to get inside our eye gates, our ear gates, our smell gates, our touch gates, and stress the system out. We can change it by how we perceive it. We can. And next we see is number four in our seven pillars is this thing called movement. Some people would consider that exercise, but we like to use the word movement because exercise has this kind of weird connotation that uh, we have to go to the gym and get yelled at by a trainer and get done and be on the floor uh, sweating profusely or the bathroom barfing nonstop uh, to get because we got a good workout. Um, that's not it at all. Find something you like to do. Do it more. Move more. Sit less is kind of our motto. Uh, really, we use this little tool sometimes for every 20 minutes you sit, try to stand up for two. Do something 
to move more setless. And again, yes. that could be you know riding a bike if you enjoyed that, walking, lifting weights, uh, swimming, playing tennis, bowling, whatever you like to do, golf. Find something you like to do that includes movement and do it more. And that is number four. What's number five? Number five is DNA, deoxyribonucleic acid. That's the genetic material that makes you up. Yes, you get half of that from your mother and half of that from your father. And that is what drives all these cellular processes in your system to create Mm -hmm. function. They create tissue, arms and legs and bones and, Mm -hmm. you know, energy. It's really awesome to understand DNA. However, just because you're born with a certain set of genes does not mean you have to have a a negative outcome. So if you're predisposed to type 2 diabetes or heart disease or Alzheimer's disease, it doesn't mean that you have to go down that pathway. But by golly, you need to know how to take care of the system and what to do to support it in the right way. Yeah, it's important. And and genetics really have changed 2% in 10,000 years. That's not much. And so, you know, we use this every day. And in just a moment, we'll tell you how you can work with us because people ask that a lot. So we'll get there. Um, That's number five. Number six is hormones. As we age and as we're seeing, we're reaching these places in life where we're not producing hormones efficiently like we used to. Uh, We traditionally know these times as menopause and andropause. However, we're seeing people because of that stress, which is number three, as you see, the lack of management or the misprioritization of that or the mismanagement has caused a scenario where hormone production has declined earlier in life. It's not unusual to see a male in his 30s with low testosterone. Right. It's not unusual to see a female in her 30s with low testosterone. We see this function of hormones because of stress, and you got to bring those back because hormones are really chemical messengers that communicate very important messages around your body. Can you imagine a company? that all of a sudden loses half or all of its hormone production over the course of a week, Mm. uh, it would lose more than email production. It would lose production, period. And so that's a big deal. We want to make sure that our email emails are always going. So that's number six of our seven pillars of health. Number seven is peptides. Now, peptides are regenerative uh, molecules, if you were, they're short chains of amino acids, and we know that amino acids make up proteins. Proteins or amino acids are the building blocks of life. So we get important functions out of these specific amino acids that are strung together in chains to create a peptide. So we can put peptides on board for connective tissue repair. Mm -hmm. We can put peptides on board for gastrointestinal inflammation. We can use it for brain health. We can use it for bone health. We can use it even for musculoskeletal recovery Mm -hmm. post-exercise. Peptides do a body good. No, oh, they're absolutely amazing. When you think about peptides, that rounds out number seven, of course. But the whole idea of these seven pillars of health is really to understand that we need to ensure that we control what we can control. Now, the seven, you understood that some of those, well, I don't know, I can't do anything about that. You're right. But we can do things about the first four. And when I talk about things we have control over, and we say that, you can't take those things away and shove them off on somebody else. It's our responsibility. When I look in the mirror every day, I got to do it. When my wife looks in the mirror every day, she says, I got to do it. It's us to do the things that we have control over. Now, those seven pillars are very important to get, all of them, and you need some help with that. But we need to control what we can control. And so we're going to zone right in here on these four 
right here, as you see. And we're going to go through this one more time, but these are what we can control. Yes, we can control what's at the end of our fork. Mm -hmm. That's right. We can control if we have a nutritional protocol that's inflammatory, mainly the standard American diet mm -hmm. full of inflammatory things, or whether it's anti-inflammatory things, things that give your body the message, hey, it's safe in here, it's good in here, I'm getting the right nutrients, I can uh, reproduce eye cells, hair cells, kidney cells, and make a lot of yeah. energy because we're getting the right things. And that takes evaluating what you're putting on your plate and especially at the end of your fork and past your teeth that's going to go down your gullet and be digested, mm. and then it either sends inflammatory or anti-inflammatory healing signals around your body. Oh, it's a, it's a huge deal. So think about these things we do, and we you can see that top one there, nutrition. We kind of put that in a color that would get your attention away from the other colors. We still have to get that one number one. The greatest medical decision you make is where? At the end of your fork. Somebody needs to take a message on that and put that out there all through social media. That's a big deal. Folks, we still have to control our sleep. We still have to make that decision to go to bed and get up at the same time and try to get seven, eight hours. We have to control our stress. We have to really move more, sit less, and this is huge. These four I want you to catch we need to really own. Folks, it's really up about us uh, making good choices in these areas, in these four areas that we have control over. If we're not taking charge of these, there's nothing that will help us. We see people every day that try to supplement away and pill away, away and, and pray away yeah, and come on. exercise away. doesn't work like that. We have to control what we can control. And that first thing we talked about, nutrition, is the, the most important thing. Hippocrates said, Oh, I love this. Let food be thy medicine. And medicine be thy food. Man, and he is the father of modern medicine. And get this, this might be a revelation for you. Modern medicine has nothing to do with medication. Modern medicine is food. It really is what we do, for the most part, is modern medicine. And we have alternative to that when we can't deal with symptoms. That's called medicine. But traditional medicine is what we do. We do conventional medicine. The other stuff is alternative. This is first, that is last. This is first-line therapy, that is not. And we have this argument with people all the time in the system to go get a pill for your ill first. Folks, that is not first-line therapy. It never was, never will be, no way, no how, never, ever, ever. Now, we control our first four, and then we're going to need a little bit of help with these three. And those three, again, at the top of the list, you see DNA or deoxyribonucleic acid. That's the contribution from your mother and your father. However, just because you're born with a certain set of genes does not mean that you have to have that outcome. But we need a little help sometimes with what we put on top of our genes to help them run a little bit more efficiently. And we do sometimes need to have hormone replacement. Now, we are experts at that. Lots of studies, lots of schooling. We understand and know what we're doing. Many people don't know what they're doing. And many, many people have a false uh, fear that's been perpetuated by false information. Hormones do not cause cancer. Let me just get right to that point. They can't cause cancer. That's a foolish statement to say that because if they did, every little boy and every little girl upon reaching puberty would have cancer. It's just not true. God did not put in us mechanisms to create hormones 
so that those hormones would cause cancer. What is a reality is, is when the hormones are not prescribed right, but more specifically, when we have exposure to these fake or false hormones, these estrogenic compounds that are in our food, our environment, and yes, in our medication, we have higher exposure more often in mouths we can't handle, and it's synthetic, it's not real, and that can and indeed does have a contribution towards cancer. Yes, that is correct. And the last but not least, mm-hmm. the, top, the bottom of the list is peptides. Those amino acids are those signaling molecules that aid recovery, tissue repair, uh, aid the loss of fat, uh, improve in the health of connective tissue. Peptides are short chains of amino acids. And we know mm-hmm. that amino acids make up proteins, and proteins are the building blocks of health, the building blocks of connective tissue. And we need good uh, function of peptides in our body. And these peptides... Our body makes these peptides, but as we age or if we get overly stressed out Mm. or have, you know, inflammatory conditions in our system, the production of these normal natural peptides declines. So these areas, we don't have control over. We need a little bit of help. And folks, that's where we come in. We help you with that and those last three. You do the first four. We help you there a little bit, but you got to do the work. We'll do the last three. Just follow our directions. And now you've got the seven pillars of life in your life. And these seven pillars of health have become a reality to you. Now, when we think about this whole thing, about there's, you know, how do we do that? There's this overriding factor that we have to really understand. And this is huge. And Mm -hmm. think about this, the emotional and spiritual health factors. Can I talk about that for a second? Well, what we see, you know, is emotional and spiritual dysfunction or disease, if you will, causes disease, dis-ease in the system. And that's because it drives people to do crazy things, odd eating behaviors, drinking behaviors, mm. drugging behaviors, and all of the other unhealthy behaviors that can destroy the human system. Yeah. So if these two things get out of balance or they're not in balance, a lot of things get um, uh, unhealthy. Yeah, when people are stressed out, they don't gravitate to a bowl of broccoli or a bowl <laughs> yeah. of spinach. They gravitate towards poor food. Um, mm. Folks, the second part of that, spiritual health, is is just being at peace, man. Um, think about this, dis-ease. A lot of people are walking around in dis-ease. Yes. Dis-ease is non-peace or lack of peace. We take off the dis, we find ease, we find peace. So think about it as dis-peace, you know, so to speak. We don't have peace and we have sickness. They kind of go opposite of the antithesis of each other. So emotional and spiritual health are these overriding factors that we have to think about. And folks, it's important to really get this into your heart because when you get those seven pillars of health and you really understand that these emotional and spiritual uh, pieces kind of override all of it, there we find freedom. But there is a key that we want you to really, really understand above all of this. And here it is. Check this out. Yes. The key is, is that the majority of physical manifestations of diseases are rooted in emotional and spiritual brokenness. That is a mouthful and a heartful right there. Folks, it's a big deal. When the majority of what we go through is rooted, and when we say mm. rooted, it's sort of, sort of caused from, 
emotional and physical brokenness, we go right back to those overriding factors that we talked about. So a lot of people think that we can ignore the emotional and spiritual health and do the seven pillars of health and get maximum health. That is not true. We have to really hit them all. Physical health, which was those seven pillars, emotional health and spiritual health. So now we have the picture being painted very clearly. Physical, emotional, and spiritual health interconnected, boom, is the only way to find health. Now think about this, the three strand, the three, the, the, um, the three uh, pillar is the most structurally sound structure on the planet. It can hold more weight, that, that tripod, if you will, because it has equal distribution of that weight. But what if we remove one of those? Boom. Oops. Everything gets out of balance. This one, next to them. You can remove any of those and it's out of balance. So we need to understand that all of these matter. So when we don't have them uh, fixed, and most people don't deal with emotional and spiritual health, they don't think that matters, we find this thing called imbalance that really hurts us desperately in our lives. So, folks, this is kind of what we do. We hope you'll take advantage of working with us. You can go to that link right there. You see at the bottom. It begins with Sherwood.tv, and we would love to work with you. On that link, you're going to find wonderful things like a free document that talks about all we just talked about for free for you. You're going to find a brand new course that we have that's called Health Secrets Exposed. You can get involved in that. You can find much other information, free stuff, stuff that you can work for, you can work with us. We'd love to have you with us, and we can't wait to be a part of your life. You can find about supplements, protocols, um, how you can get our videos and our emails and come to our classes. We would love to have you. So we look forward to seeing you somewhere sometime uh, soon, and we love you very much. See you later. Doctors Mark and Michelle Sherwood and their clinic can help you find the hope and health you were created to enjoy. Go to Sherwood.tv for clear, proven ways you can be healthier. Subscribe at Sherwood.tv. 